Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, folks. We're back. And it is Monday, July 17th. Glad to be back here in the studios. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade coming to you live from WYAB 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is Monday. We're glad to be back here. Alive, I might add. Here in the studios, of course. You know, we're coming out of Jack. And I thought about the uh, uh, attempt on Friday to... Uh, mentioning the uh, senseless murder, random violence, and general mayhem. And uh, I got uh, uh, off track. And Bobcat out there, my lifeline, reminded me what the uh, the third one was. Hat tip to him. Yeah, the old chain seems to be slipping here, but it is what it is. Speaking of that, you know, uh, I spoke to you the other couple weeks ago about uh, me consuming some of those little wedding cake cookies, the powdered sugar types or whatever. And... Uh, Truth be known, I just went on a binge of uh, eating crap like that. And, uh, you know, I've been wearing one of these uh, Living Go, uh, not Living Go, what is it, Libra monitors on my arm, courtesy of Dr. Sheila Spann, Diabetes Wellness Clinic there in uh, Canton, Mississippi. Diabetes 411. I got a card sitting right up here somewhere. Anyway, uh, this is what's interesting about that. All right, and then in the course of like a under in a two week period, I ate two pints of bluebell butter pecan. You know, I'm just saying, okay, I want some butter pecan, and I went on and indulged. Did a price? Did I have a price to pay? I sure did. And then when I went to the uh, uh, went home for the my sister's funeral, and I mean, I'm steadily consuming now. This monitor on your arm is registering everything you eat. It's it's pegging over, you know, you have, when well, your doctor sets you up on a, uh, your parameters for your uh, glucose monitoring, and that determines your AC1 levels, yada, yada, yada. So I'm eating uh, curly cues and uh, just, and this is what I found. Curly cues will send my gl- glucose numbers up. Grapes. Uh, oddly enough, uh, what did I, I ate something that didn't, it was something sweet too, it didn't, it didn't turn it on. But uh, I ate uh, I ate steak, ribs, uh, and green stuff like that. Those combinations did not spike my meter. But if I ate corn or potatoes, then it would. So it's a good it's a good indication to to let you know what you what you're doing wrong. Well, teeny did I realize because I had been avoiding the scales at the gym like a plague. So uh, unbeknownst to me, I had put on ten pounds. And Dr. Spann told me, she said, now, what people don't understand, when your glucose levels spike, 
particularly spike over the、uh, parameters for your, what, what would be normal or safe. Say, just look at it as taking a pint of bluebell and rubbing it on your waist or wherever you collect fat. So when it, when it spikes up over there, just look at you're putting on pounds. Here it comes, run! I mean, it's coming down like water. So just keep that in mind. And、uh, I had a, <laughs> you know, this is the thing about kids. I mean, just brutally honest. So we're at jujitsu class. Jiu-jitsu, the class that I was attending was over. So I'm sitting there watching the next class. And uh, uh, there's a guy named Roger. He's Roger's 72. He's a black belt boxer. Guy's in great shape. Great shape. And hopefully, have him in here. He's got an interesting life story. But anyway, so we're sitting there on the bench, and one of the little girl or one of the guys out there on the mat, she's a little four year old Mia. So we're sitting there, so she's giving us these little, you know, pretending like she was giving us cookies and hamburgers and all that kind of stuff. And she came and stood right in front of me. Your belly's poking out. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say it, she proclaimed it. Everybody in the gym, everybody turned around and laughed. I mean, you know, just brutally honest. Like, so I'm going to use her as my little motivational speaker. Now, Carol up there in Tennessee has, has made note of my uh, uh, belly. So,、uh, and, I got in, and then after that, the next,、oh, oh, you know, the next day, I went to the gym. And、um, sure enough, I had put on 10 pounds. I just hadn't, I mean, you know, I just hadn't looked. So it had crept back up on me. So I'm working on it now, and I'm going to be doing Atkins this week. My producer does Atkins and he's looking swelt and、uh, slimmed down and all that. I actually, I believe it's cracked. The Atkins just the cover for it. You know, I mean, he's up like 16 hours at a time,、uh, not doing a job in here anyway. But anyway, so little Mia gave me my wake up call and just brutally honest, just, just hard on a brother. But what could I say? You know, she just, she's a sweetheart though. But anyway, just letting you know though, so when you get the, and I do encourage you to get the glucose monitor. We're going to have Dr. Spann on on Thursday. And、uh, folks, diabetes is really, I mean, it's rampant in this country. And、uh, who was that?、Uh, Master D tried to say that,、uh, well, I, don't forget, I think, what, he was, what did he say? Eat ham sandwiches or something to avoid it? Some kind of crazy stuff he was saying. But the bottom line is you do need to monitor that and keep it. And uh, uh, the, bottom, the safest thing to do is just drop the weight the best you can. Drop it. Uh, I suggest dropping it slowly. Don't do the rapid weight loss stuff like that. And uh, uh, you'll do better. But I am getting on it. And I, and I had not been doing the、uh, running like I had. Now, we just started back running there at CrossFit because they go through like quarters or I don't know how they actually set up. But you know, you'll be doing squats for about a month,、uh, things like that as a, as a core workout. And then you'll do sit ups. And just you know, today we were doing push ups and stuff. And then、uh, Friday, we were doing, I think we did, well, I did six 200 meter runs. They actually had four、uh, 400 meter runs. No, it's too hot out there for that. And I ain't trying to prove nothing. I'm just, I just look at it. Well, I ran and I wasn't sitting on the couch. And that's one of the reasons I want to have Roger in here. Roger is a,、uh, like I said, 72, great shape. He's teaching boxing,、uh, he conducts the boxing class over there at.、Uh, Gracie、uh, Jiu Jitsu Madison, there behind Vickers and not Vickers,、uh, Levi Strauss, there. And uh, uh, we just encourage you to, you know, I don't care what age you are, come on out, particularly if you stretch, 
If you're a person who's wiry and you do a lot of stretching anyway, come on out. You, you will really enjoy this, you know. But anyway, I just want to、uh, just let you know that little Mia bust. But actually, it was a wake up call. I needed that. I mean, because I just I hadn't even thought about it. I thought everything was good, you know. But I do realize that I've been eating a lot of sweet corn, and I love sweet corn.、Uh, and, uh, you know, those are、uh, processed foods and that、uh, light colored food, rice. Macaroni,、uh, things like that. Now, and I did see a study that says that if you're going to eat pasta, cook your pasta. Let's say you're going to have pasta. Like, I like the、uh, pasta over my uh, garlic uh, shrimp. And、uh, I like to get the,、um, what is it? The,、uh, the Jewish,、uh, they, what is it? It's some, some kind of manischewitz.、Uh, they make noodles. And it is some of the best flavored noodles I've ever had. And,、uh, but they say that if you cook it and then you freeze it, not freeze it, but you put it in the refrigerator and then use it the next day, that the, it, it doesn't spike your sugar as high for whatever reason. At least that's what the study is showing. So I'm going to give that a try and see what it does on my meter, on my monitor. So anyway, I'm just trying to encourage you to be a little healthier, get some exercise in.、Uh, you know, it, it, it's going to do you good. But if nothing else, Push away from the feedback, lose some weight, okay? I know I need to do it now, and uh, uh, you can do the same thing. All right, let's get back to today's show. It is going to be an open forum. Our number here is 601 879 and that hotline is brought to you by Complete Exteriors, MS.com. And I'm seeing their signs going up all throughout neighborhoods throughout Jackson, and、uh, folks are taking advantage of some of the finest. Uh, exterior repair and installation services, roofing, gutters, windows, siding. They can do it all. And、uh, you can give them a direct call if you don't want to use the internet. 601 326 All right, folks, it is an open forum. We、uh, want to, I've got a, I'm not going to play it today because I had to send an email to get permission to play it in its entirety. This gentleman, his name is Candor, like Candid. Candor being Frank Candor Green on the internet. That's his podcast name. And he handicapped the、uh, interview Vivek Ramaswamy did on the Breakfast Club. You know, I mentioned it briefly last week after it happened. And uh, uh, he goes into it and adds some more clips on it. And he brings out so many topics that I have been trying to touch on and have touched on briefly, yada, yada, yada. But this guy here, and he's black too. He nails it. He talks about at the. You're going to have to hear it. It's an entire 26 minute. I have to play it in segments.、Uh, when I started, I said, okay, I can play the first nine. Then when I listened to the first nine, then I listened to the next nine minutes. Oh, I need to put that in there too. Then finally, I said, look, I just need to play the whole thing. It is that good with the points that he raised. And it's not just him, he's got other podcasters who are weighing in. And I'm telling you, the viewpoints you hear espoused here、uh, on the Kim Way show by. Radio Strongman. Folks, they're more widely held than people want to admit. And the reason why is because there are a lot of people out there with common sense, you know, excluding Snowball and Donut Head and all the rest of them. There are people out there who know that the course that the black community is on, led by the black leadership, is unsustainable and is going to lead to ultimate destruction of everybody who's on that path with them. And Mr. Candor Green. Points that out, and he talks about what I had mentioned about the interviewer and her attitude. 
She's got that neck popping, finger snapping uh, uh, attitude towards this guy. And she says some of the same thing that you hear Snowball and some of the others calling here that you need to recognize my blackness. You need to recognize my community service. You need to recognize my love and compassion for people. And this is why I let these people go on and on when they call so they can hear themselves and you can hear how they sound. And hopefully you get to say, oh, I hope I don't sound like that. I'm going to play it because you need to hear this woman as she's talking down to this man who is a close. If he's not a billionaire, he's close to being a billionaire on his own effort after about 10, 15 years out of Harvard. I think he's trained as a lawyer and an engineer or an engineer and a doctor. Or, uh, uh, the, the guy is credentialed. And he is so articulate. He's a debate club uh, 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 champion at Harvard, from Harvard, rather. And she's giving him all the, well, what kind of great, uh, what, what did you do in junior high school? I was the class president. <laughs> Junior high? But see, this is, and the commentator, Mr. Green, brings out the point. The things that black people think is cute, things that we think are making points or making sense, the rest of the world is neither impressed nor is it doing us any good. And the guy just nails it. And I'm going to play it, and this is for the benefit of everybody, black or white. Because I'm, I'm trying to tell black folks, what we're doing is not sustainable. Or it may make you feel good. But baby, just as sure as night follows day, we're headed for destruction. Not partial destruction, total destruction. And he contends, Mr. Green contends, that a large part is being led by these women like this woman doing this uh, uh, a reckless talk to this Mr. Uh, uh, Ramaswamy, the presidential candidate. And her rhetoric was based on absolute ignorance. Everybody who listened to her came away a few IQ points uh, shorter. And she, and then you can't see it because you'll be hearing it. But you're looking at her face. She's got the, all the you know the city girl look to her and all that. She looks nice, yada yada yada. She, but she, th- th- there's no there there. And this is what, and at the end of the video. Mr. Candor Green makes the point black folks need need to exercise a little humility. All this we built America crap, please save it. You ain't you ain't built crap. And even in case of where you're trying to uh, uh, ride the jock of our ancestors about what they did, you ain't done nothing. You just here trying to collect a check. The brother nails it. It needs to be nailed. This is a conversation the black community needs to have. We need to get over ourselves. A lot of the crap that we're pushing is unsustainable, and we need to show some humility, learn from people who are already doing it. If we're going to talk this crap about what we contributed to America, then damn it, we need to give the illegals who are here building America now and out in this hot sun. He makes another point in there, too. I'm going to go to a break here. Before, before I go to the break, he points out about the immigrant community, primarily the Hispanic community. 
Because he, you know, again, part of his central theme was how this black woman, who he believes represents too many black women in the black community, is destroying the black community. And how they feel like they can't be told anything, they ain't going to listen to nobody, and they don't want to work with anyone. They want to dictate to everybody. But he said, now, they want to look. Now, this woman's not giving this man credit for having invented all these life saving drugs, amassed、uh, multi, multi millions. Uh, through his own effort, she d o n t have any respect for any of that. And the, Mr. Green is contending that this is the problem with a lot of the black women. Now, this is him now, but it needs to be said anyway that they always looking down on somebody, particularly men, particularly black men. And he pointed out now, look at the Hispanic community. You got a married couple who d o n t walked over here to America. Now, he out picking up paper on the side of the road. She's probably at home with the babies or she's working some menial labor job. But when he comes home, she treats him like a king. She d o n t look down at him because he's picking up paper on the side of the road. But you be a black man doing that. That black woman g o n n a look at you. You ain't nothing. Oh, we need to have this conversation. But anyway, we need to have a break right now. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios. I want to remind you the AC doctor stands at the ready to help you. Your air conditioning is not performing the way you want. You're tired of coming home to a hot house. Well, your comfort is their concern. Give them a call 601 706 That's right, 4551. Area code 601 706 4551 or online, theacdr.com. Remember, your comfort is their concern. All right, folks, I do want to、uh, um, make mention that、uh, this past, what is it, Friday, Thursday and Friday, FBI Director Ray was the,、uh, before the Congress on one of the、uh, committees there. I forgot、uh, something dealing with, well, whatever it was. He was up there lying. Folks, you got to understand the FBI and these intelligence agencies, along with our military, they've taken over our government. They run the government, they are the government. Chris Ray was asked directly, well, why go after Donald Trump? And then you have an investigation with Joe Biden that's been going on for two or three years. And all you need to know is you found the documents at his house. He was not the president. He had no, it's not even where we can see whether something he was supposed to have. There's no, it's not even a question of whether or not he's guilty of holding and possessing documents he shouldn't have. And you still need to continue to, you don't intend to pro. Look, they're trying to provoke the American people. Chris Ray is one of the most evil SOBs who's ever sat in that office. And we thought Comey had that title. But Chris Ray is there working, trying to provoke the American people. Certainly set up the narrative that the American people are so angry that they lashed out. They, they put on their red coats and start marching towards Washington and all that kind of crap. So they'll have a reason to use the power of the government to come down on their,、uh, their detractors, the people who they think are,、uh, what, is, what do they call them, domestic terrorists? No, it's all a plan. And his smugness. 
his thinly veiled attempt to say, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, come on, you know, we're investigating that. We'd love to talk about it, but no, it's all a plan. Folks, they don't intend to do right. You got to understand all you folks who are, are clapping like trained seals as our government gets further and further away from having a God center uh, uh, core in the hearts of our elected official or enough of them to do the right thing on behalf of the nation. The governmental entity itself cannot have compassion. So if the people who run the government don't have compassion, bruh, you're not going to get the short end of the stick. You're going to get all of the stick. And this is why I constantly remind the pastors, uh, you do have a duty. Because if you just preach flat-footed about the age-old battle between good and evil and where you're supposed to fall and what you need to do and how you need to stand, you would have done your part. You're not even willing to do that. You don't even want to. You want a chance getting singled out, getting getting highlighted, getting with a green lighted. You don't want any of that. I understand. You're a coward. That's what it come down to. Talking all that rhetoric, selling us all this Jesus down through the years. And then when it come crunch time, <laughs> let me holler at you a minute about that there. You sound like Barbara Mike now. Now you got excuses. No, nah, bro, we are where we are. It is what it is. Chris Ray is pushing for it. He's cruising for a bruising. He wants confrontation. This is why I said at the end of the day, I've, I've distilled all that's going on. And I've just come to the conclusion. I don't have the only... The only response that I would have, the only, when people ask, where do I stand and what should I do and yada yada, I look at all this as a stand your ground issue. It ain't no different than somebody coming through my window and I got to handle business. It, it's When they do that, that means one of us, version of events is going to be the one that's told. Everybody ain't going home to their family. I'm not saying that that's what everybody else got to do, but if you want to keep it simple, this is a stand your ground issue. The climate change crap. Look, where do you, what, uh, where's your favorite watering hole? I mean, where, you, where do you go when you want to just have a cold brewski and sit back, kick it back a little bit? It might be the, the uh, country club where you do your golfing or what. But you bikers out there, you motorcyclists, you got your own little club over there. Somebody comes through the door. Billy Badass and screams, I'm going to kick everybody's butt up in here. What's going to happen? Somebody going to try him, right? You going to a black club and say that, I will, anybody up in here, somebody going to try your stamina. That's what Bill Gates is doing. That's what Fauci's doing. That's what Chris Ray's doing. That's what the FBI is doing. That's what the CIA's doing. That's what the DOD's doing. So, I mean, if you're intimidated by the size of the threat and all the potential they have for doing harm, then I understand you can cower in your boots and pray for the mercy that's not coming. But if you bow up, if like you, like Chris says, you throat punch one of them and they realize, dang, it's my time in the barrel now. I don't pull the short straw. That's going to give pause to all the other would-be tough guys. I was talking with Roger Saturday, the 72-year-old black belt. And uh, we were talking about punching and getting punched and giving punches. 
They've just been given punches all this time. They have not been punched back. When the four year old granddaughter of one of these muckety mucks disappears, as they're snatching our kids up off the highways and classrooms and playgrounds across this country and doing all this evil stuff, these people are terrified about this movie, The Sound of、uh, Fury. That's because they know they're doing wrong. And all we need to do is stand stout and press where necessary and when necessary. Oh, we can break this up. They don't have a monopoly. This is what I was saying about the pastors. If you would just preach the age old battle、uh, between good and evil and how we are to stand and how we're not to be a party to it, because George Soros is not doing all the things. Slinking around in the, in, in, in the、uh, after hours in the cover of darkness doing these things. No, he's hiring people. But if the pastors would just do their part, we don't have to be everywhere. The conscience, the Holy Spirit, if it's still working in them, would work on them. But if you don't prick their conscience because you're scared, Because you were using the word for a vocation and not a commission, as you said. I know y'all don't want to hear me say these things. But remember, you were the drum major. y o u the one who said, I got the drum major instinct. I've been called. Okay. What you going to do? Our number is 601 879 0002. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you about Cork and Door Company. They've been around 50 years with door products. And,、uh, folks, they know garage doors in and out, up and down. They have the LiftMaster,、uh, the Clope, which is sectional, commercial, and residential doors. You can get them in glass, a combination of wood, glass, all wood, decorative, folks, inviting, add value, and curb appeal to your home with a Cork and Door. Check them out online, C O R K E R N door.com, corkandor.com, or give them a call at the office, 601 922 You got a new construction going on? Don't go ordinary, go extraordinary. Go with corkandor, corkandor.com. All right, folks. Now, my whole point, I'm in a unique, op- in a unique position by having this afternoon drive time talk show. To say some things that need to be said. And Mr. Green does the same thing. And I know people say, well, Kim, why do you talk about the whole black white thing, yada, yada? Because the black community is hanging by a thread. And the people that many in the black community call their friends are the ones that are going to be the source of our destruction. And the ones we call our enemies, they would really be our enemies if they didn't try to do anything. If Philip Gunn and、uh, Tate Reeves and、uh, Delbert Holzman and Phil Bryant, if they were really evil, they would have let us just stew in our own juices. They wouldn't have set up an extra judge or two for Hines County to try to abate the、uh, out of control crime. That is a product of all the policies that we have personally pursued as black people. And the people who We think our, our friends are the ones instituting policies like the crazy check, giving our 16 year old girls 
just enough money that they think they can get their own apartment and move out after they had that baby. Now you got three generations of people leaning through life. And all these PhDs and lawyers and everybody else, they don't say anything about that. But let them propose third grade reading score,、uh, being able to read a, a grade level by third grade. And then you got all these folks with their bar cards and everything else willing to sue, go to court, and everything else. If we want safe streets, and these same so called evil whites and Republicans propose something, these same lawyers sue to keep us from having that because they say those people are racist. But、uh, we say, well, we're dying out here in the streets. Anywhere between 100 and 150 Jacksonians dying every year, and these Negroes with these bar cars working for these legal organizations, they don't have a problem with it. And this is what the brother's talking about in this video. His name is Kander Green, and he's talking about the uh, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy's interview on The Breakfast Club. So, those of you who want to look it up on YouTube, you can. Those who want it, I'll send it to you. But I am going to play it in its entirety because it's just that important. But he talks about something about this black woman who's, who's trying to do this interview with, him, with the, the president, presidential candidate. And I told you last week about this black lawyer from the Justice Department who filed a friend of the court brief on behalf of the lawsuit against House Bill 1020. Folks, there's something about these lawyers who came out of law school in the 90s, man. Particularly the black women. There's something about them. They got a chip on their shoulders and they think everything they do is golden. You can't tell them nothing. The people prosecuting President Trump, all three of those black lawyers came out of law school in the 90s. The, the, and see, Elijah Muhammad tried to tell us about He said, these people, talking about them white devils, I call the white devils the white Democrats. They are long. Range and long term thinkers. They're thinking up evil generations down the road. Now they set these women, and you see it in Joy Reid. You see it in that、uh, little light skinned brother to be on,、uh, he used to be on the Young Turks out of Atlanta, the one that got, uh, uh, was about to be sued for calling that girl who was having her bicycle taken from her up in New York. Anyway, th- these people, co- they're they coming out. With all the benefits America has to offer, with all these damn chips on their shoulders. And this is what the brother's talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Black folks, we need to show some humility. I ain't, see, being humble ain't mean that y o u bowing down to folks. It means you recognize that, oh, you know what? And that's what Nelson Mandela had when he came out of jail. They wanted him to go full core, white Democrat, Marxist, whatever the hell they wanted. And look at South Africa now. He tried to get those young brothers, and he understood their anger, and they stood by him while he was in jail, so he was conflicted. But he was trying to say, Look, I know you're angry, but we got to be able to put some cornflakes on the table for these kids. But these Negroes down there in South Africa want to exercise their anger, just as these young black lawyers, in too many instances, are exercising theirs against the long term interests of the community. The black community in Jackson and Hines County needs to be stabilized from this crime. And this little hotshot lawyer from the DOJ, along with Derek Johnson and the rest of them, they're ruining it for everybody. They're killing the tax base of our city, and you can't talk to them. And that's what the brother's talking about. This woman, as she talks to this presidential candidate, you can't talk to this woman. 
We have a problem in the, in the black community that is literally destroying us, and they're telling us that you can't say nothing to us. The Jody Owens of the world, they're all doing the same damn thing. You can't talk to them. And this is a, what we're asking about is a community discussion. But see, these are the same Negroes they have their counterparts in the set aside community. They want to tell you about how、uh, the cities and counties and the government is rectifying what they did to black folks back in the day and how they're making amends for it. But if they're making amends, why all the amend making go to you? Why you make so much profit that you can go out and buy a $685,000 Mercedes Benz and you couldn't use that profit for the benefit of some of these other people who are also subject to these governmental policies? Oh, we need to have a discussion. See, they don't want to talk about it. I'm the Huckleberry to do it. I ain't scared. I ain't backing down. And I can talk and I can tell you. And I ain't backing down on this. Y'all wrong. These black lawyers are wrong in what they're doing. And I understand what they're saying. When they take their case before Judge Carl,、uh, Carlton Reeves, I understand he has to go by the law and the four, four corners of the paper and the document and yada, yada, yada. I understand that. But just as we accused the white folks back in the day, the white Democrats, of ignoring the law and doing what they thought was best for the white community, why can't you do that? I know you'll do it when it comes to that gay crap. Now, we don't sit up there and allow our schools to be just torn apart with all these ill mannered kids, primarily from our community, because we want to obey the law as a result of a lawsuit brought by the Southern Poverty Law Center, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, et cetera, et cetera. And the harm is done to doing to our community and future generations, you can't even discuss. You can't get the bishop, Jerry Young, and all the rest of these folks. Hey, man, we need to talk. Who's, who's speaking for us? They speak for us in front of the white folks and say, Y'all need to give us some money. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to control this crowd over here. And then when they get the money, they go out and buy a $685,000 Mercedes Benz. Oh, hell no. Bro, we ain't going to keep doing this. And I, stand, I will stand by myself, tell you flat footed to all the rest of y'all. Y'all wrong. And you outnumbered. This cannot be sustained. I promise you, if the Lord lets me live, lets me live and give me strength, I'm going to break this up. Dope. No other surety other than God's word, these things be so. You know you're wrong. Derek knows he's wrong. But he's getting paid. He d o n t care. And the thing about it is, The black community trusts these Negroes implicitly. Just like your little three, four year old grandchild trusts you when you say, I'm going to take you to McDonald's. Oh, that child, no, there's a McDonald's in there. Papa done told me that. And that's what Benny and Derek and Chokeway, that's what they're doing to constituents. And the constituents keep hoping against hope. All I got to tell you, and all I can tell you, just look at these potholes. There is no money to fix these streets. Once they cut the streets up, supposedly to fix whatever they're fixing, it ain't, it's not going to. Once they put that gray gravel in there, it's not going to get fixed unless, unless the Board of Supervisors fix it, unless Robert Graham or, or David Archie fix it. Criddell ain't even fixing crap over in his neighborhood. He, fixed El, he had Ellis Avenue fixed or helped get it done. 
But that's it. You go off in the back, on them back streets over in, in his ward, in his district. Folks, I'm just telling you, if we're not going to do better, I'll be damned if you're going to. I'm going to sit up here and allow you to just go off on white folks ad nauseum and in perpetuity on things that we could be fixing and doing ourselves. We'll sit up here and say gentrification is wrong. Here you got some white folks who could live anywhere, decide to come back and try to make a better community out of a community that、uh, they're trying to raise up. Somebody's trying to raise up, be it Leland Speed or whoever else is trying to redo downtown or the zoo area or whatever. So they get accused of being racist for coming back, wanting to help out. But we don't call ourselves racist when we move into South Jackson. We call ourselves better in our, our,、uh, our lot in life. And then when we move in and all the businesses move out, and we act like ain't nothing happening because of us. So, what is it? So, it's wrong when white folks come back to try to build up a community, but it's not wrong when we go down there and we end up destroying the community by our mere presence. Make it make sense. See, these are the conversations we need to have. We're doing some things wrong. And there are people hiding the crevices of this inordinacy and sin and wrongdoing, making money and preaching to us that black crap. Oh, I'm going to break this up at the door. Let's take a break. Yo, Bob. Hey, man. Hey. What's up? Hey, you're definitely right about that,、um, that interview with,、uh, I can't ever pronounce the guy's name, man. Uh, I saw clips of it, and <laughs> I mean, the woman totally embarrassed herself. You said she's a, she's a lawyer? She's probably a lawyer?、Uh, no, she's not. She's not a lawyer. She is、uh, one of the talk show uh, hosts. Uh, but no, she's not a lawyer. But, he, but no, she's not. Oh, okay. Well, not that it matters. Like you said, the idiots are going to law school these days. <laughs> What's the difference? They all have the same attitude and act the same way. And, like you said, also with what they're doing with Trump,、uh, and you accused, you said, well, you claim prosecutors did that to black folks back in the day. And again, you're abusing your authority by just come, trying to dream up a charge against an innocent man. You,、yeah. saw, you saw a man and you tried to create a crime. That's exactly what you claimed that they did to black folks、right. back in the day. That's right. But yeah, the, uh, uh, <laughs> I cannot pronounce his name to save my life. His name is Vibe. He says. It's not Vivek, it's Vivek, like cake. Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, right, Vivek. Vivek. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah Vivek was, of course, spot on.、Mm-hmm. If it wasn't not for Trump, he would be my、uh, leading, my candidate for the guy I want for presidency.、Mm-hmm. The guy's outstanding. And, and he's a person of color. And because he doesn't follow the, the, the line of the Democrat,、uh, she treats him like he's scum. And like I said, what he's done. If he's done nothing, But、uh, create businesses and hire people, he's done far more than you, you would ever do in your lifetime. That's right. Or whatever it is you think you did,、uh, you're, or you're doing with that program. But, But he's done enough. He's done. And that's the thing about it. She represents, her viewpoint represented the same hostility that many had towards Trump, a man who has created jobs,、yeah. which, which is what. We need to have economic activity to, to finance all these pipe drains we think everybody needs to、uh, be involved in, yada, yada, yada. And yet, they don't want that. They don't want a person who actually can do that which they say they want to have done so they can have all the crap that they say they want. We don't even make any sense anymore. We're just angry. 
Yeah, I'm angry for the sake of being angry. And it, it, you're right. It's just, it, it's counterproductive. It, it does not improve anybody's lot in life, it, not even their own. Right. And they, when they keep making more and more uh, black folks angry, uh, it, it just cre- it, it creates a cycle that makes things worse and not taking advantage of what we have in this country. I saw Brandon Tatum and Candace Owen doing an interview. Uh, they were sitting there and talking with each other. And they were talking about the, the topic was, uh, is uh, homosexual destroying America, you know, the uh, homosexual movement? The answer is, of course, yes. But uh, they got on the subject of, you know, women voting in general. Right. And Brandon Tatum just straight up, hey, like, you, like you and I have correctly pointed out, hey, the only thing that's kept this country upright right now, like you always say, Christians, patriots, and rednecks, Right. Brandon Brandon uh, said the uh, white male Christian conservative right has kept is the only one keeping this country afloat. So if it was black, if it was just up to black folks and women and all white and all white women voting, this country been down the tubes a long time ago. Hey. I mean, they tend to vote with their feelings. Hey Amen, brother. That's and that's the reality. And this is why, folks, we're on a ship that's going down. Don't buy into that crap. Those folks are talking. Appreciate your mobile. Got to take a break, right, man. We're back and it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. I want to remind you our hotline number, which is 601-879-0002, is brought to you by Complete Exteriors, MS.com. Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter. Folks, they do a great job. And again, they stand behind their work and they give you the straight skinny on what the project actually, in- actually entails. And they'll keep you abreast all every step of the way. We had one of our customers inform us that uh, they had a new roof put on their house, and they have a sizable house. And they were so impressed how uh, complete roofing, uh, excuse me, complete exteriors, roofing, and gutters. Uh, they were taking videos uh, at every stage of the process to let them know this is what it looks like up here. We know you can't get all the way up here. This is what we're looking. This is what you're looking at. So they had a complete. Uh, understanding of what what was entailed about replacing the roof, what the condition of the wood was under there, folks. It's the little things like that that make them make you feel real comfortable about the choices you make. Check them out. Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutters, or CompleteExteriorsMS.com on the web. If you want to talk with them directly, three two six twenty seven five five Erico six zero one. All right, folks. Uh, you know we had Walter Warford in last week. And uh, he started a 13-week course for people who want to know more about real estate investing and how to use their IRA. Yes, the IRAs that you get on your job or you've been set aside for your health savings account. How to use that to become your own banker. And uh, there's a 13-week course, and uh, my producer is participating in it, and he's excited about it. We've got about 30 folks who took advantage of it. I just encourage you to... uh, just listen to Walter when he comes in. There's a lot of good material. Uh, many of you are facing the tax man last Monday of the month of August. And many of you are going through divorce. Some of you have houses sitting out there. And I'll just say this here. Folks, all these vacant houses out there are not owned by Wall Street. you got Jacksonians owning these houses just letting them sit there. I mean, you know, it's their property. They can do with it what they want. But if you're trying to grow the city, which is what I would tell anyone as a candidate, the guys, what we want to do is try to raise by 10% the value of all properties 
within the uh, uh, confines of the city of Jackson, within the boundaries. There is a reason for that. And this is what that tape was, I mean, that podcast was about. We as black folks, we got to cut the crap. We got to be concerned about something other than race. For God's sake, we got to be concerned about something other than that. And what I'm finding out, it's the same people giving out plaques to one another, patting each other back. Okay, we know you walk with Martin. We know you walk with Megger. Yada, 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 yada. You're no different than the men and women who served the, served this country world, well, rather, in World War One. We are beneficiaries of their sacrifice and what they did, but they're not talked about every day anymore. World War II increasingly so the same way. What you have to recognize is that your time on the stage is limited. And what we're seeing is a bunch of selfish adults who won't yield to the, and won't yield and won't prepare uh, the way for the next generation. But also, we also need to recognize the fact that behaviorally, attitudinally, the black community is collapsing. We're so ungrateful, and that's one of the worst qualities, worst human qualities you could have regardless of your color or gender. An ungrateful person. You can't sit up here and say something as arrogant as my people built this country. A whole lot of people built this country. And we're the beneficiaries of a whole lot of other people's sacrifices, inventions, and and, uh, uh, witty inventions, etc. But because we allow these devils to get in our ear and and, and prop us up with pride and The Bible doesn't exalt pride. It doesn't give you any special dispensation because you have pride in your race, your gender, your wee-wee, or your pee-pee, whatever. They don't honor that. And yet we got all these men and women of God who won't stand flat-footed forthrightly and say these things. Why? Because they're beneficiaries of the present setup. And watch them wild and bawl and squall on that great getting up morning when they got to turn their palms up when they can't take that wide wheelbase car with them to the hereafter, when they won't be called bishop, when they won't get all apostle and all this other crap that they anointed themselves with. They're going to find out what really counts. And that's what Mobile Bob was saying. That's what I've been saying. Say what you will. It appears from where I'm sitting, the repository if there is, if the one does exist in this country of what Christian principles are supposed to be, however imperfect they may be practiced, appears more often in the white community than as the black community. It wasn't always like that until we became friends with the white Democrats. When the white Democrats were our open enemy, we had a closer relationship with God. When those devils put their arm around our shoulders in 1968 and opened the door to the Democrat Party. We went from wearing white gloves on our hands doing protest marches to wearing no drawers in the street when we walking going to the grocery store. And our bishops can't stand flat-footed and say forthrightly these things ought not to be so. No, you're compromised. You get mad at me all you want. You can hate me. You can glare at me when you see me. It ain't going to change the fact that you 
on that great getting up morning, going to have to explain what happened to the sheep that was in your charge. And you got shepherd's pie on your breath where you done sold the sheep to slaughter and you eating the meat. Oh, you got some difficult days ahead, bro. Well, I don't mean maybe or perhaps. I'm going by the word that you've been talking about. Anyway, because I'm u- uniquely positioned to do, because if we can get black folks to quit being so arrogant, ungrateful, and butt all up on our shoulders and start working with people, work with people willing to work with you, and to them guilt ridden white folks, quit getting played by these preachers playing you with the Jesus crap. Like they representing and looking out for all black folks, and all they're doing is looking out for themselves and they folks. Now, I ain't got a problem with any man looking out for himself. Because anything you spend eight hours a day or more doing, I understand you need to get paid for. But they're openly selling us blue sky and not delivering. And then we, in the face of all this opportunity in this country, walking around with a chip on our shoulders as all these new immigrants come into this country and marvel at all the opportunity in a declining state of America. And then they look at us and say, what the hell is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You got all this opportunity and you up here with your lips poked out? Nobody respects that, black folks. And that's what Mr. Uh, 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 Candor Green was saying. Yeah, see, we get amongst ourselves and merchandise this old whining, reckless, complaining crap. And we feel good because everybody around is doing the same thing. But other people aren't impressed. They look at us as, what the, what? then screw them. Let's just take it. They don't want it. We'll take it. So now we're going to be left sitting with our finger in our rear end, rocking back and forth, looking crazy and asking somebody to have and nobody going to have mercy. Like I said before, what you going to tell somebody from India with a dot in their head from the caste system about racism and discrimination that they ain't experienced? They're going to say, sorry, it sucks to be you. And that's why I say about these black lawyers and these preachers, y'all killing us. And if you want reparations and, and set aside, then when you going to start paying back for all those for, for your little bad nephew and your little bad child who's sitting up in parchment done killed somebody, took their life, when you going to start paying their family back some reparations? When the folks who killed that man over at Party City, when the family members of, uh, of those perpetrators start paying somebody, when the family members of the uh, uh, perps who killed King Kingston Frazier, when they going to start paying somebody? I'm talking about the aunts and uncles and extended cousins. Oh, well, I ain't did it. Well, that's what you're telling white folks. Now, we need to get up off this crap. We need to work with those who are trying to make America, make society, make our communities better, and screw these folks who are constantly complaining about what somebody done to them. I say do it to them harder. Break it off in them. I can't stand a weak man. Let's go to Sylvia. Sylvia. Hey, Kim. How's it going? I think it's going to be all right, Sylvia. All righty. I want you to guess where I was Friday and Saturday. Oh, uh, so you got picked up and you spent the weekend in jail. <laughs> I sure did. No, I'm joking. I was not in jail. I didn't get picked up for uh, and spent the weekend in jail. But what I did do is I went to Tom's Fried Tom's Pies. Tom's Fried Pies. I tell you, I'm going to die. All right. <laughs> 
today is Monday and he's closed. We have to work something out. He's going to have to be open. <laughs> you got to get something but, to care, care with you, girl. Uh-huh. Oh, but I had um, the Tex-Mex and the cherry pie. I tell you, that's that's to die for for me. And I really like his pies. I am surprised that I really like them, but I really do. And so, Tom, you're out there. Kudos to you and your staff. Those kids are wonderful. They are polite. They 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 are great. And I just, I love being in that store. I mean, in that restaurant because the atmosphere is just really nice. Yeah, it's got and a, it's because got good I spirits. usually get my stuff to go because I'm always on the go. Because when I'm I'm usually ride sharing. When I am on twenty, and that's very close to close <laughs> enough. Located. Yeah. So I just bring off a twenty and just swing on down there, and I'm going to have to stop swinging. But <laughs> I really enjoy his pies. Well, good, and you know I enjoy sitting out on the patio. I really do. Now it's gotten a little Mississippi hot now, but when it's in the eighties, I, I I really enjoy just sitting out there. And like you said, it does have good spirits. And folks, when you're down there. If you see a gentleman sitting there at the checkerboard, it's probably Tom. He's sitting there waiting on somebody to challenge him, and he's the one of the best checker players around here. He beat the strong man. But uh, well, I saw his uh, that that cheat button that you talked about. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not going to do that. But I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate him being a sponsor, and I do enjoy his food very much. And I strongly encourage everybody to at least come out and try one. It's very very good. And they even have a pie with no sugar. That is so depressing, a yeah. pie with no sugar. Who wants a pie with no sugar? Well, but actually, anyhow. Actually, I, I tried the one with no sugar, and it was just as tasty. But just psychologically, you know, and now after the little four-year-old Mia told me that my belly was poking out, I guess I had to be going with the sugar-free <laughs> now. <laughs> well, you know, uh, children who are toddlers and young infants, they are very truthful in what they have to say. I remember when my niece was eight and you met her, uh-huh. she told me, not disrespectfully anything, she said, Audrey, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, and, and the way she said it was in such shock, it blew me away. I said, well, she wasn't being disrespectful, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that was all I wanted to say. You have a great weekend. I'm not a weekend, a good, good week. Well, my goodness, I lost my day. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I hope I'm all on on 20 so i can swing down there Tom's Bye. thanks sylvia appreciate it another satisfied customer for tom's fried pot folks real talk you, you really need to check it out i mean i guess we're all the same way yeah i saw fried pie yeah yeah whatever no real talk you're going to enjoy this you're going to thank me you're going to thank me for in fact i get calls when people finally make it down there that text me kim i'm down at tom's fried pies and you can see on the text that they send me, got a big old fingerprint where they got an apple filling on it all there. I said, good. Glad you're enjoying yourself. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. I want to remind you, our hotline number brought to you by Complete Exteriors, MS.com. There you can order an inspection, uh, get a second opinion. Uh, third opinion for roof repairs, exterior repairs, etc. And also, if you need to talk with them directly, 326-2755. And guess what? Advantage Business Systems, you know, they've been around since 76. They offer printer copiers from companies such as Brother, Konica, Minolta, uh, Moratech, and uh, uh, what is that? 
Toshiba. Advantage Business System offers mailing and shipping services from Pitney Bowles. Information management, IT services from Konica, Minolta, pronounced Kana. Folks, document services from Nine Square Softworks. Give them a call, 601-362-9192 or online at absms.com. Folks, they will send an uh, uh, auditor out, if you will, and take an assessment of all the equipment you have in your office <clears throat> and offer you different plans for maintaining all the equipment, part of the equipment, one or two pieces, whatever you want. They can keep you up and running. So whatever is the lifeblood and the backbone of your business that you cannot afford to have out of service or out of service for long, you need absms.com. All right, folks, here is the deal. You've been hearing uh, uh, many of you online because I'm getting them pop up on my uh, when I'm on the web internet. And this is a uh, Delbert Hoseman running an ad. <laughs> folks, you know this. Look, you know, he feel like he's running scared. He's got an ad on there suggesting that Chris McDaniels was was and is an anti-Trumper. That's desperation. But see, Delbert, is he's out there shooting the percentages. He said, if I can peel away one or two uninformed voters from Chris by running this ad, it's well worth it. But anybody who sees that ad just know that Delbert knows that his head is on the chopping block, soon to be on the killing floor politically. When you run an ad, and Chris McDaniels is one of the first, matter of fact, he's been consistently in line with what Trump has stood for, what Trump stands for, Chris was doing all that before Trump came on the scene. So if you, you know, you want to buy, I mean, there are people out there who just want to believe Delbert. Folks, what I keep trying to tell you, the destruction of our country, and you know something's wrong. You see things going south. You see all these different cities and uh, states and everything just, they're not even trying to hold it together. And then you sit there thinking you got one more last chance. No, you don't. You can take a chance on Delbert's going to do the right thing. Delbert, Delbert is committed to Delbert. I've told y'all down, even before this campaign started, I told you Delbert is an egotistical mess. Always has been. He thinks real high level. So, and ain't nothing wrong with having confidence. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I'm just saying, do not get it twisted. Delbert will throw everybody under the bus if he thinks it's what he wants and thinks he thinks this is what the state needs. He thinks Madison County needs to basically have just a little bit, a little bit more diversity, equity, and inclusion in the judicial circuit court races and in their uh, selection of judges there on the circuit court level. It is going to gut Madison County. But again, there are people out there just oh well, you know I like Delbert. Okay. Okay, those are the same folks who abandoned Trump saying because, you know, he's just so boorish. It's the way he tweets. They don't have they don't have the ability, in my opinion, to truly assess what's important and what's not important. They're playing with the lives and future of this county of Madison and of the state. The state has a surplus. You know what Delbert did as lieutenant governor? He put all those Democrats as head of those different committees. And I can appreciate reaching out across the aisle. He put them in some very linchpin committees like education. 
The conservative agenda is what brought us Mississippi having better reading scores. And yet, Delbert doesn't believe in enough in it that when we have these positions, have an opportunity to have these positions and be in control of, he decides to share it with the people who didn't give a damn whether or not these kids could read. And so, when you hear me here on the Kim Wade Show, a lot of it, I got to support the people out there who are struggling, trying to make things、uh, better for Mississippi in the ways that they think it's best, yada, yada, yada. I try to be supportive of those efforts. But、uh, the backdrop against all this is that, in my mind, this stuff is winding up. I was listening to John MacArthur. He's of the opinion, and I'm of the same opinion. America's already under judgment. Joe Biden is part of that judgment. This, relen- this relentless pursuit of evil. And I think the reason why so many eyes are closed is because, and many of these folks are regular churchgoers, studiers, believers, Bible study participants, et cetera. And I was listening to a gentleman who does a lot of、uh, missionary work, particularly in Africa. And he just notes, he was making note of the fact just how that's, he was able to see simple faith being employed and deployed. And here we get the exegete the word, we get all deep in the word and all that. Those people just believe. And they act on their belief, they walk on their faith. Here, we got to shoot the angles, we got the way to permutations, we got to, we got to fact check. No, I've always been one of a simple faith. Like I said before, mine is not real complicated. Probably ain't real deep compared to others. But when you know what you know, what you know. And I think about、uh, some of the old deacons at the church, and I think about all the old folks I know I was visiting with my aunt. She's 93, my other aunt's 94. And、uh, how not bitter these people are. Had to live through the worst that white Democrats had to bring upon them in this country. And yet, our young people are walking around angry as heck. And this is why what Mr. Green is talking about, and the reason why I think it's important to, for y'all to hear that, hear this tape, and I'll probably play it tomorrow or Wednesday. And that is the podcast, really.、Uh, and that is we're squandering all this opportunity, but not just, not just for ourselves, man. <clears throat> How can you demand that we have more blacks included in Harvard or wherever these schools you're trying to get into, yada, 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 and then you don't have enough blacks trying to even apply or applying themselves to be in a position to apply? When the Tuskegee University still has the program in place that brought us the Red Tails and all those black pilots in World War II, and yet blacks don't want to participate in the program that the government is paying for them to learn how to fly. It's because our leadership is constantly raining down this negativity about how bad America is. And these young kids won't take advantage of what America has to offer while the Derek Johnsons and the Benny Thompson shuffling money in every leg, every pocket leg, and every pants leg they got. Because that level of heartlessness is hard for people to fathom, but it's actually happening. And yet, the rest of society has to sit back and watch our young folks. It's getting to a point now, people are. I got a text from some folks, and they were at a place, and there was a large group of blacks on, 
folks get nervous, especially when there's a large group of young blacks. I get nervous. Because I know if there's a group of 40 kids in there, at least 10 got guns. I got one. Owning a gun is not my, my problem. It's not my problem with them, them owning a gun. It's the fact they don't have any emotional control. They don't know how to resolve things. And we're doing a piss poor job of acknowledging that the problem is coming from us. It's not coming from、uh, years of racism in this country, it's coming from us poorly rearing our kids. And it's not cool, it's not funny, and it's not going to benefit us. And now I'm looking and I'm going to be pursuing going forward. I want you black folks, and many of you know who you are. You've been dropping salt on me down through the years for the things that I've said and the things, positions that I've taken. As I sit here and talk to you on July 17th at 5 35, the black community is a mess. Now remember, we did everything you said you wanted to have done on behalf of. Blackness, progress, whatever. This is a mess. So, we need you to have the integrity to at least say, we need to, we need to pause. We need to take inventory. We need to do a little lateral drift here. We need to do a little introspection. Now, if you're not willing to do that, screw you. I'm riding with the white folks. Because we did every damn thing you suggested. We did the set aside. We did the set up. We did the rip off. We did the twerk. We, did, we backed that thing. We did every damn thing you wanted. And our communities are a mess. We can't fund our own city services under black supremacy. And you ain't got nothing to say. After you paraded around here, sashayed around here with your black crap, you got your position. And now you can't deliver in that position. You can't deliver as school superintendent. Test score wise, you're not delivering in the classrooms. Now, it may not be your fault, but what I'm saying is when do you stop and figure out where the fault lies and then address it? You're going to leave us every year going out to the state capitol, ain't got nothing written down, got all these problems. And when white folks address it, then you got a problem with them, but you ain't, you ain't brought nothing to the table to address it. And we're supposed to be cool with that for another 60 years? Bring out the clan. Let me get my sheet and cut some holes in them damn things. Y'all got to go. I got to go. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Monday. Folks, as a business owner, you know that there are more things that happen in a day than you have time to deal with, especially payroll. And the paperwork that goes along with it. That's why you should hire an expert like People Lease. At People Lease, they know payroll and the ever changing regulations that go along in the industry. You're not in the business for the payroll and payroll compliance headaches. So let the people at People Lease take it away. Why not lighten your load right now? Call the expert at People Lease, 601 987 or online, peoplelease.com. All right, folks, look. The mayor is going round and around about the water and all that. Folks, here's what's happening with the、uh, mayor and his tussle with the、uh, district court judge, Judge Wingate. 
the lease on the building at Metro Center, the city was paying those guys almost $800,000 a month, close to a million dollars a month. Well, the building's not being used. So the folks ain't getting their money. So if they ain't getting their money, who else ain't getting their money? That's right. Folks reaching under the table ain't nothing there. So they got to act the fool and get mad at Ted Hannafin because they moved the、uh, call center to Pearl. They want it back because they need to get them back in there. The bottom line is this here, folks. How big is this damn call center? How many folks do you need? They act, like, they act like it's 30, 40, 50 jobs. I don't know how many jobs it is, but this is the deal. If we're not going to deal with the obvious corruption in a community that's black ran under black supremacy, then how the hell are we going to be mad at white supremacy? When white supremacy works. See, this is, this is what I'm saying that we're going to, and only I, Your host, Radio Strongman, can have this conversation, can start this conversation, can sustain and defend this conversation. Because when blacks are running amok in Jackson, they're destroying it for the whole state. Rather being an example for how things could be done and done right and to the benefit of all, we got a few folks getting paid, getting fat, and talking trash to the rest of us. This is why I'm saying, look, let's work with those folks who want to work with us. And those of you who know better, know that this crap is not sustainable. Man, jettison on fools. Your future is not tied up with them unless you're trying to go to hell. Judge Wingate is right. Judge Wingate is going to be the savior of Jackson if Jackson is saved. But we need to, Jackson is just a microcosm. We need to be looking all up and down the food chain. This is what this gentleman, Mr. Candor、uh, Green, is talking about in this podcast. And that is the D.L. Hughley's of the world, the Breakfast Club folks, and all these. These are establishment media folks. They've got to push the line. And everything they do has to be to sustain and solidify the position of the Democrat Party, as is these Negroes with these bar cards who work for the government. And these NGOs and these nonprofit agencies like the NAACP, everything they do is to make sure the Democrat Party is sustained. And God, look, bro, I ain't got no problem with you rolling with them folks at that. But, dude, you rolling with them at the expense of the people who you say sent you and who you're there to protect to be the vanguard for. Just make it make sense, man. And when you do that, then. The city is collapsing. People with businesses, white and black, everybody's losing. But because you guys are on the public payroll, you got a check coming on the 1st and the 15th, regardless of how bad it gets, how bad things get. And what I'm saying, and I'm saying to those who feel the same, dude, let us work with White Boy Bob and everybody else who's trying to provide some cold air, lights on, streets paved. What's wrong with that? I want you to think as you pull out your driveway and try to go down your street 
and you rolling over all them damn potholes that you know ain't going to ever be fixed because they ain't been fixed yet. But you think they're going to surprise you? There is no plan, Hoss. There's no money if there was a plan. So, do you have the courage to change? That's the question. Do you have the courage to change? Do you have the courage to admit, okay, I did this wrong. I bet on the wrong horse. Because if you don't, you know what that means? You got that pride. And then what does the, let's, let's ask the, the right Reverend Barbara Mike out there. What does the Bible tell us about pride? So you got too much pride to change from a path that you know ain't working and has no prospects of ever working, but you want to be blessed. Or in the alternative, at least force white people to subsidize the foolishness so you won't get no crap on your shoes if you got the standing crap. You can stand on the shoulders of the blacks who support you implicitly. Y'all know I'm speaking truth. For those of you who are living the good life in comparison to the rest, how long is it going to last? You see the kudzu of poverty spreading closer to, closer to where you live? So you so into blackness, you so into being a liberal, you so into Joe Biden, you so into the Democrat Party that you ain't willing to do anything, to, any, anything right. Even when you come face to face with truth, you won't yield to it. Because it's not a Democrat idea or, or approved idea by somebody who you think are muckety mucks. Hoss, what is wrong? You got a PhD in front of and behind your name, a master's degree, a law degree, and you still thinking like this? You know why you thinking like that? Because your belly full. Your belly's full. Well, we got some difficult days ahead because we don't want to take counsel. And that's what the brother's talking about in that videotape. Uh, matter of fact, let me give you, the, if you want to look it up on uh, YouTube so you can for yourself. Uh, don't want y'all to be without over the, uh, over the uh, next 24 hours. I just sent it to Donut Head. So it should be here. I want to give you the exact title because th th this is going to be an important conversation that we got to have. It's called Game Over for Masculine Black Woman. And the subtitle is "Should Black You Should Be Embarrassed by This Black Folks. And it's by Candor Green. Got a light-skinned black lady on the front with a little American flag down in the corner. And uh, you just need to listen to it. I'm going to play it anyway because it needs to be heard in its entirety. But whether it's Delbert Holzman or Chalk Lines Lumumba, both, all, both of those roads lead to the destruction of our society. While they pat themselves back on their back about their compassion, while their pockets are being stuffed and they aggrandize themselves and their family and friends, the rest of us are taking it in the shorts. And I'm just saying, no, nah, we can do better. We don't have to apologize. And that's why I'm saying, you know what? My future ain't tied up with the blacks. It's not tied to black superiority or black supremacy because they don't. It, it ain't like we can't perform. These Negroes are hell bent on not performing because they're getting paid to. They've been street poisoned. They're taking money from the sources or whoever. Hell, they're not whatever they're doing. They're not doing it for the benefit of the community. The evidence is the fact that the community is collapsing. Our young people, you get five or ten of them together. 
Folks, you are nervous. When you see them coming down the mall walkway, you're nervous. Even though they're just typical teenagers and jovial, they don't know how to resolve any kind of conflict. And for whites, blacks, anybody else to ignore, ignore that fact, that naivety will get you looking up at the ceiling of the church, brother. Lying flat on your back. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, the final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show here this second hour. You know, Donut here keeps texting me. Let me see. Uh, what's he saying now? The boy is a complete idiot. Uh, oh, my comment about I'm not going to let. Give it a second. When I said that I'm not going to let black folks be talking about white folks, when we could be solving these, essentially, we could be solving all these problems. Why? I mean, what is your point? For you even make a stupid statement like that, okay? All I'm saying is, dude, you say that we got all these problems. You can clearly identify the role of every white person on the planet in our situation, but yet we can't talk about how we're impacting our own situation and making it worse or not making it better. Bro, anybody got time for you? You are the pro. This is a, this is the brother that told me essentially that I gotta beg for his vote. Bro, I don't want your vote. I'm coming in to break up the people who think like you from the grip that you have on our community. You keep bringing this foolishness in here, and then you work for a white man. Goes back to what I said about that gratitude. Okay, hire yourself. All I'm saying is all this old. False bravado. Like I said, I was in the nation. I done heard the dude for self story. I know Farrakhan got all that money from the Arabs and didn't give not one damn dime to the local mosque. Not one dime. He didn't. He didn't give us no small business loans, bro. Go go ahead on and start something up, man. Start your own security business, contracting contracting business. He didn't do any of that crap, folks. This is a scam. I'm telling you, you're gonna be better off. Working with folks who will work with you. There are plenty of white folks out there, particularly the second and third generation of young white folks. They're more than willing to work and partner with you. Working with Walter Walford and, and Scott Britton and Bob LaCroix, they done created more black millionaires in this city than anybody I know on the strength. All you got to do is want to know it. And yet y'all give us all this old false bravado about this black crap. You ask these negro, Negroes for a dollar, man, you, act, you, you would think you asked them for a kidney. So, man, I'm just saying, cut the crap. Let's work with those folks who want to have something. These Negroes, like Donut Head, they don't want All they want to do is complain. And it's so embarrassing. It's so beneath the black man and what we've done and what, what we've done to get us to where we are today. They've squandered 60 years of progress with this old begging and hand out. Well, they deserve, we deserve, there's a whole lot of things you deserve, brother, but if you can't affect it and effectively get it, shut the hell up till you get your weight up and get it. I urge the white man, people like Donald Head, dog him out. People like Snowball, dog them, they're weak men. Clean the gene pool out of them. We don't need men who are this weak. Millie mouth. Talking about, they don't like me. 
a grown man, 50 something years old, talking about somebody not liking them, like it's holding up their sunlight. I can't stand a weak man. Y'all gonna have to, I'm telling you, you're gonna have to man up, you blow up, or keep it moving, bro. Anyway, I've said enough. We're gonna pick it up on tomorrow. I'm gonna play the clip on tomorrow, Mr. Candor Green, and uh, I'm gonna play it, the entire clip. You need to hear it. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. We're back in 22 hours. We'll see you on the radio. Peace. You spent a hundred years trying to keep black people down. Now you caught up with the sun, and now you're on this radio station crying like a no sir. Radio station. Deal with it, white man. Deal with it, white woman. Deal with it, white kid. This is a new America. Black folks ain't going nowhere.